Hey guys, welcome back to Look for the Light. I'm Nate. And I'm Sky. Look for the Light is a conversation-based podcast that covers news and opinions on all aspects, old and new, of the nerdy multiverse. So as many of you guys know, uh, this weekend was the San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, and with SDCC comes a lot of big announcements um, revolving mostly around the MCU over the last decade or so. Um, but there are other big name franchises as well. Uh, and today we are going to talk about some of those announcements. We're not going to touch on everything. Um, frankly, there's some stuff that we don't care about or some stuff that we just didn't think um, needed to be touched on, such as some of the... Um, set photos for the new Game of Thrones series um, or frankly the trailer for the new Dungeons and Dragons movie Um, so we're not really going to talk about that stuff Um, but we are going to hit the big stuff Um, so as with typical uh, with SDCC not many game announcements were made but we did get um, a glimpse of some new Gotham Knights footage uh, and some new character announcements for WB's uh, Multiverses yeah, so we got to see a new trailer for Gotham Knights featuring Batgirl and showcasing her combat this time, uh, as well as confirmation that Joker will not be making an appearance, although I did read that they neither confirmed nor denied Harley Quinn's appearance. Um, and we also were told that LeBron James, Rick Sanchez, and Morty Smith will be joining the WB Brawler multiverse in the future. What do you think about that? So, yeah, you're right that they, uh, they, did, they did not confirm nor deny um, that Harley Quinn would be joining um, Gotham Knights. I am refreshed that Joker will not be involved. Um, I'm having Joker fatigue. Um, you know, for anyone that's played the Batman Arkham games, you know that Joker dies uh, at the end of Arkham City, um, which is a decade old, and I don't care about spoilers at this point. Um, so sorry if you didn't know that, but he dies. And so I thought he wasn't going to return for Gotham, um, night when it came out. Makes sense. Uh, I'm sorry, not Gotham night, Arkham night. I know what you meant. Um, but he was everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Batman was having hallucinations the entire time of the Joker. Um, and it was, you know. I was a little tired of it. Um, and yeah, we, we did get those new character announcements for uh, multiverses, uh, including LeBron James. Uh, one might think that LeBron James is not a character uh, in the WB universe, uh, but he is. Um, the new um, Space Jam movie made sure that that was a thing. Uh, so he will be joining multiverses as well as Rick and Morty, um, along with the already stellar cast uh, of characters that they have, including Shaggy, um, Arya Stark, uh, you know, characters like that that WB has in their roster already. Yeah, so there were a few smaller game announcements, um, but nothing else that we really wanted to touch on. So that brings us to Multiverse of Media, which will be a heavy segment this week uh, because SDCC was just jam packed with announcements. A lot of Marvel stuff in particular. Yes, for sure. So, just to list some of them. um, New Disney Plus National Treasure Edge of History series starring Lizette Alexis as Jess Morales. 
Uh, they didn't give us a release date yet, but we do know that this will be about Morales and her quest to save a Pan-American treasure and uncover her family's secrets. So that's worth looking forward to, I think. Um, we heard about Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. It's a Disney Plus series that was confirmed, although we don't think this is part of the MCU. Um, I know Nathan is excited about the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers slash Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle 2 comic planned with Ryan Parrott and Dan Mora? Dan Mora, yes. Dan Mora. Uh, uh, both returning this time. So Nathan, tell us more about that. I am very excited. Um, the TMNT Mighty Morphin Power Rangers uh, crossover the first time was very fun. Um, we got to see... All of the Power Rangers, or I'm sorry, all of the Ninja Turtles, as well as uh, April O'Neil um, morph into Power Rangers. It was really cool. Um, I don't really think that the Ninja Turtles necessarily need to morph because they're freaking awesome as they are. However, you know, Power Ranger Ninja Turtles is still pretty freaking awesome. Uh, we also got to see Shredder morph in that first crossover as well into the Green Ranger Shredder. Um, he has a stellar design and that's very, very cool. Um, but yeah, I loved the first one. I can't wait to see, uh, what the second series holds. Ryan Parrott is a very great writer for, uh, the Power Rangers comics. He wrote all of Go-Go Power Rangers, um, and, and has been writing the series, I believe on both ends in Mighty Morphin and in Power Rangers, um, since they split into two separate titles. Uh, and Dan Mora is just, you know, just hands down my favorite, um, artist, for the Power Rangers. I don't think anybody quite draws them like he does. Um, he's currently working on the DC World's Finest Batman Superman um, comic that's out right now. And he just does stellar work. It's it's very, very good. Um, I'm very much looking forward to that one. For sure. Um, what else do we have? We have I Am Groot got a trailer. Uh, the series is coming to Disney Plus, I guess, August 10th. Um, what do we think about that? I have Groot fatigue. Uh, I'm, I'm so tired of Groot. Um, I know Skylar shares this sentiment as well. Um, she is very much no more a fan of Groot than I am. Um, it's, it's just tiring um, to see Groot everywhere all the time and just hearing those three words. For me, and this may be, this may be a popular opinion or it may be an unpopular opinion, I don't know. Um, Groot as a character is basically a minion. I think, <laughs> I think I've I heard mean? someone else compare him to a minion. When, when the I Am Groot trailer came out, I, I believe I was watching the trailer on IGN and, uh, somebody had made a very, very similar comment. Um, that they, they thought that Groot was just the Marvel equivalent of the, the minions. Uh, and I don't think that that's an unfair assessment. I think that it's uh, a pretty good comparison, actually. Which, I mean, you know, good for good for Groot, I guess, because the minions are huge. Good for Vin Diesel getting that Disney money. Yeah, but... For three words. You know, for adult fans, I don't necessarily think I am Groot. It's, it's not going to be for us. And that's, you know, a good point. I don't think that they made this show... For adults um it is yeah. a show of shorts so you know it's akin to the cartoon network shows we grew up watching you know short little 10 15 minute episodes um i think it's definitely geared more towards kids um 
But but you know the the kids will like it. I'm not I'm not looking forward to it myself though. So speaking of Marvel, uh, we had a slew of Marvel announcements, and I'm just gonna read through some of them here. Um, so we got What If Season 2 series premiere announcement coming in early 2023. A Season 3 confirmation as well. Um, so we have at least two more seasons of that. At least. Uh, Spider-Man Freshman Year will be premiering in 2024 and will cross over with Charlie Cox's Daredevil. So that's pretty neat. X-Men 97 will premiere in fall of 2023 and will feature Magneto leading the X-Men as the original series intended. Marvel Zombies, a TVMA-rated Marvel show, will feature more blood and gore from the What If universe. I did see that they specifically said, um, look for the extra gore and don't be shocked, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's essentially going to be Marvel's um, first foray into... Um, you know, the, the more R-rated, um, gory stuff that Disney hasn't really touched yet. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's a good thing. Um, I think it'll kind of help pave the way for, um, you know, the, the, the Deadpool and, um, Logan style of movies that a lot of fans have been asking for if we were still going to get once Disney got the rights to a lot of the Fox characters again. Um, and I think, you know, it's, it's showing some kind of goodwill that they plan to keep a lot of that thematic, mature energy together. Um, so I'm excited about it. I thought Marvel Zombies was a cool concept. Yeah, worth checking out for sure. Uh, what else do we have? Marvel confirmed that Wakanda Forever and She-Hulk are the end of Phase 4. Uh, Nate, do you have more to say on that? I'm sure you do. Yeah, so... Um, she-Hulk, first of all, looks fantastic. Um, I haven't seen the trailer yet. The trailer, they, they debuted a new one, um, I want to say yesterday, Saturday, um, at SDCC. Um, the first trailer looks fantastic. It's it's very much old school She-Hulk. Um, She-Hulk, in her comics, is a very Deadpool-esque character in the fact that she breaks the fourth wall quite a bit. Um, she's very meta. Uh, but it's it's a very comical series. It's not as serious as a lot of the other stuff. Um, particularly as serious as the other Marvel attorney character, uh, Daredevil. It definitely doesn't reach that level of seriousness. Um, and yeah, Wakanda Forever is going to be the end of Phase 4. Uh, we did finally get a trailer for Wakanda Forever. Um, and that trailer is, is just heart-wrenching. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to use that same word. I haven't, so much to Nate's chagrin, I have not seen Black Panther. I know I need to, it's on my list, it will get watched. Um, but just as a Chadwick Boseman fan in general, seeing that trailer tugged at my heartstrings quite a bit. Yeah, it was it was a very emotional trailer. I think I speak for just about everyone when I say that we got misty eyed watching the trailer. Um, for sure, the the movie I'm sure will be even more impactful. But the emotional impact that the trailer had um, can't be understated, um, or excuse me, can't be overstated. Um, 
it, it's it's going to be an emotional film, um, you know, especially without having Chadwick Boseman with us anymore. Um, so I'm not really sure what they're going to do. Uh, not having King T'Challa, I do know that at the end of the trailer, and Skylar, I know you said you haven't watched it yet. Um, we catch a glimpse of somebody in the Black Panther suit. Yes. Um, so, don't know who that is yet. Um, they haven't really told us. I think that the popular opinion or that the logical uh, way of going would be to say that it is Shuri, uh, T'Challa's sister, as Shuri does take over the Black Panther mantle in the comics. Um, and they also did some reshoots after um, Chadwick Boseman passed away. Uh, where she specifically had to do a lot of reshoots uh, for the film. So a lot of people think that that may be because she will be taking over the role. Personally, I hope that um, it is either M'Baku, uh, who I know Skylar you don't know, um, but you will learn who he is and you'll hopefully like him as much as I do, um, or uh, Eric Killmonger. Uh, who was the villain in the first movie. Uh, and a lot of people have some mixed things to say about that opinion, but that is also a popular opinion, is that Marvel will make him the next Black Panther. Um, and that's who I personally hope it is. Um, but we're also going to get Namor in this movie, um, probably as the villain. I know that the trailer... Um, shows a lot of flooding, a lot of water happening in Wakanda, um, which was part of a storyline, I want to say, from 2011, um, from the Avengers versus X-Men comics, where Namor did flood Wakanda. Um, so I think that that's the logical way for that to go, even though Namor is a good guy in the comics. He has done some, you know, pretty sketchy things in the past. So we'll see. We'll see if that's who they... Uh, Plan on being the big bad for Wakanda forever come November. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, more MCU news. We've got, we've got plenty of it. Um, so, we were treated to some fantastic announcements, including a new MCU canon Daredevil show that will be on Disney+. Plus. Um, we got a release date for Mahershala Ali's Blade. Uh, oh, gosh, our cats are fighting. <laughs> <laughs> a new Secret Invasion show, a new Captain America movie that will star Anthony Mackie, um, new release for Loki Season 2, Ironheart, and Agatha, and we found out that Phase 6 will begin with the F4 and not one, but two more Avenger titles, both confirmed to be coming in 2025. So a lot of exciting things happen with Phase 5 and 6. What do you think, Nathan? Yeah, there's uh, definitely going to be a lot happening um, by the time Phase 6 gets here, particularly. But, you know, even with Phase 5, Phase 5 is going to have a lot of things for us. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of people have been saying, you know, oh, Marvel doesn't really have a direction. You know, they're just kind of throwing whatever at the wall and seeing what sticks I think a lot of people don't realize that the MCU is based on comic books, and that's essentially how comic books work. You don't have giant crossovers 
every year, you know, sometimes they're a few years in between. Um, <clears throat> phase four in particular had to deal with the aftermath of Endgame and the cleanup and getting families back together and just, you know, kind of getting life back to normal um, after Endgame. Um, but yeah, I know I'm excited about um, Daredevil, uh, the new Daredevil show coming out. It's, looks like it's going to be great. Um, we did get a glimpse of Charlie Cox as Daredevil uh, in the She-Hulk trailer, wearing his original red and yellow costume. Um, I don't know if that's going to be the costume he wears in his own show or not, but it looks pretty sick, you know, nonetheless. looks pretty cool. Um, Blade, I'm excited about Blade. Uh, I, I would rather it be Wesley Snipes. Um, I just, I love Wesley Snipes. Mahershala Ali, I'm sure he'll be fine. <laughs> But, you know, he's no Wesley Snipes. Um, Secret Invasion, that one's going to be cool. Um, I know a lot of people have been wanting a Secret Invasion show uh, or film. Um, we're getting it in the form of a show. But people have been wanting that for a while. Um, people that read comics, at least. So hopefully hopefully that one will be cool. Um, yeah, Captain America 4, uh, I believe it's titled New World Order. Yes, that's right. I saw that. Yeah, that's coming out starring Anthony Mackie as Captain America. Um, Steve Rogers is no longer Captain America. And if you watch the Falcon and the Winter Soldier series, you know that Anthony Mackie has taken over that role um, in the in the MCU. So Sam's our new Captain America, and he also has nephews. So not only is he Captain America, he's also Uncle Sam. <laughs> So, looking forward to that one. Um, I, I really like Sam uh, as Captain America quite a bit. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be fun. Um, Loki Season 2 got a release window, um, as well as Ironheart and the Agatha um, Coven of Chaos series. Um, I don't really have much to say about Loki or Agatha, um, I don't think there are many details about the Agatha show at all, and I didn't love Loki season one. Um, but Ironheart will be cool. You know, we can finally get Riri Williams in the MCU. She's making her MCU debut actually in Wakanda forever, so we'll see her later this year. Um, but real quick to go over the Phase 5 dates before I get into the Phase 6 stuff. Um, Ant-Man and Wasp Mania comes out February 17th of 2023. Then we get the Secret Invasion show in the spring. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which did get a trailer at San Diego Comic-Con. However, that trailer was not released online as far as I could tell. Um, at least not yet. So that one's still a little bit more hush-hush. That's coming out in May. Um, and then in the summer, we're getting the Echo Disney Plus series. Um, the Loki Season 2 comes out in the summer. Um, and then in July, so one year from now, we're getting The Marvels, which will feature um, Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, and will also feature, um, I can't think of her name right now, the, the, the girl that plays Captain Marvel's best friend in um, Captain Marvel movie, her daughter. Um, in the comics, she becomes Captain Marvel. She also is a character named um, Photon. So they haven't really said what character she'll be playing um, or what moniker she'll have. Um, but looking forward to that one. 
Blade will come out in November 2023. Ironheart will also come out in the fall. And Ironheart's a show. Um, I think a lot of people are thinking that that one's going to be a movie, but it's going to be a show. Um, Agatha comes out winter of 2023-2024. Daredevil Born Again will come out in the spring of 2024. And then Captain America New World Order will be in May. And then to round out Phase 5 will be the Thunderbolts um, in the summer of 2024. And then we get into the really, really fun stuff, um, which is Phase 6. And with Phase 6, we are getting the Fantastic Four movie, finally. Um, that will kick off Phase 6 for Marvel, which is, to me, that's a, that's a big way to kick off a phase. For sure. With Fantastic Four. You know, it's, it's Marvel's first family. You know, we've been wanting a, a proper... Um, Fantastic Four movie for 20 years now uh, ever since Fox screwed it up not once not twice but three times <laughs> uh, we have wanted a, a proper film and I think it's finally going to happen um, I think that they have announced a director for it um, but I think that director may no longer be attached uh, to the film um, so I'm looking forward to that I really hope that they get uh, Jonathan Krasinski uh, to, to reprise his role as Reed Richards from the uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness movie. I really liked him um, in Multiverse of Madness. What did you think of him as Reed? Yeah, it was a fun surprise. I remember uh, just being like, is that John Krasinski? <laughs> it, 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 was, was. it was fun. And it was, you know, Marvel came out and said after that that the reason they did that was for the fan service. Makes sense. They uh, they didn't really do it for any other reason. They just wanted to, you know, give the fans what they wanted. And they did. And so at, that one comes out, um, I believe, in November of 2024. And then uh, the big, big, big news of the day was... That we are getting two Avengers titles in 2025 within six months of each other. In May of 2025, we're getting Avengers the Kang Dynasty. And then in November of 2025, we're getting Avengers Secret Wars. So cool. I'm really looking forward to that. I don't know much about the Secret Wars... But just from like the little bit I do know, it's going to be pretty intense. So Secret Wars and also um, the Kang Dynasty will um, be heavily multiverse focused. Oh yeah. So Marvel has announced um, that phases 4, 5, and 6 will be known as the Multiverse Saga. How phases 1, 2, and 3 were known as the Infinity Saga, this will be the Multiverse Saga. Um, so I am, I'm stoked. I am so excited to finally get into the multiverse. Um, I'm hoping that we'll get something that was more what I was wanting out of Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness, which yeah. was a multiversal romp, which is not what we got. Um, I think that they may finally give us that with Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. They showed a poster. That poster had Kang in it. We know that Kang is very heavily related to the multiverse and the MCU. So hopefully that'll be a fun little universe hopping adventure flick 
Which is what you and I were wanting out of Multiverse of Madness. Right. Uh, and did not get. No. The, long, the longer I think about it, the more I did not like that movie. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't what I wanted. It was, it was not good. <laughs> it, it was not good. I will say just, you know, um, as a fan who has gone on record as saying I'm kind of jaded with the Marvel stuff, these new announcements have restored my stokedness. And I'm excited to see what's next. Yeah, she had said several times that she was no longer excited. Um, but it, it seems like, you know, that, that may be coming to an end. Marvel has shown us and explicitly stated the direction they want to take um, the MCU now. And I think that a lot of people will find their interests, you know, reinvigorated. Yeah, that's a good word. Reinvigorated. Thanks. Okay, so... That's what Marvel told us. <laughs> um, yes, that is it for the Marvel news. In a nutshell. We've got a couple other things worth mentioning, though. Um, we learned that all of the Walking Dead movies have been canned, and that they will focus now on shows, including a spinoff called Tales of the Walking Dead, and a new Brick and Michonne untitled series that will be coming in 2023. Yeah, so I, I don't know about you. I'm kind of over it. <laughs> I have been over The Walking Dead since they killed Glenn. Is that when you stopped watching? Yes. So my problem with that, um, that's close to when I stopped watching. I, I think I watched maybe one season after that. Um, my issue with, with Glenn's death is um, I knew it was coming. Um, he died in the comics in an identical way. Um, yeah. There was no difference in his death right down to the, the head bashing. My issue with it was that it was Abraham's death as well. And in the comic books, Abraham died a little bit before that. Um, in the show, it was the girl, I can't remember her name, I always forget her name. But it was the girl who ran the supply room um, at the, the, the place where they were all living. And in the show... She gets shot in the back of the head with an arrow. And her mm -hmm. eye pops out on the arrow and everything. And in the comic books, that's Abraham's death. So I was fine at first with them replacing that death with her and not killing Abraham off. Until they killed Abraham off at the point where Glenn died as well. Because in the comics, Glenn is the only one that dies there. And Abraham is already dead. Right. I just I felt like it was unnecessary for them to kill her when they were going to kill Abraham anyway. Yeah. I just felt like it was an added unnecessary death. Um, I also don't understand why they're doing a Rick and Michonne spinoff or what more they can do um, since Rick died in the show. Um, so I don't I don't really know. Well, at least I think he died. Did he die? I don't know. I couldn't uh, tell you, to be honest. Someone let us know. Send us an email. Uh, someone will have to send us an email uh, and let us know for sure if Rick died or not. You can reach us at look for look to the light pod at gmail.com. Let us know if Rick died. Um, let us know way. that we have a bad opinion and that The Walking Dead is still awesome. And that yes, tell idiots. us that you love it and that we suck. Um, <laughs> but a a as we stand, we're not big fans. No. Um... And big news on the Avatar The Last Airbender front. Um, the Avatar movie coming from Avatar Studios will not be about Kyoshi as was previously stated, but will focus on adult versions of the original cast instead. 
So I guess Aang and Katara. yeah, it'll be Aang, Katara, Sokka, Zuko, and Toph. Um, That's fun. Yes, it'll be a lot of fun. It'll be you know, some, uh, at least I assume an adventure of them after the show ended, um, which I was always really hoping we would get one day. Um, I grew up watching Avatar: The Last Airbender, so. Yep. As an adult, being able to see adult versions of my favorite characters from my childhood, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, they didn't give us a release date for that, but we do know that Avatar Studios has three movies planned. Um, and we also know that Avatar Studios was created by the original two creators of Avatar The Last Airbender. And they have stepped away from the live action project that's being developed at Netflix um, due to creative differences between them and Netflix. Yeah, so that should be cool. I'm yeah, excited be, about that. That'll be a lot of fun. Very, very excited. And last, but certainly not least, at least not in Nathan's heart and soul, um, Dragon Ball Super is coming August 19th. Yes! Dragon Ball Superhero is coming August 19th. Uh, I am so excited for this one. Um, so... Skylar knows Dragon Ball is one of my favorite franchises of all time. Yes. Dragon Ball Superhero will feature um, Piccolo and Gohan in the main roles. That's your, your boys. Those are my boys. Uh, I've always been a huge Gohan fan, a huge Piccolo fan. The only one missing is Krillin, who will also be in this movie, but he's not getting you know some massive power-up like the other two are. We do know that Gohan and Piccolo both are getting new forms. Um they, re- they revealed a new English-dubbed trailer at San Diego Comic-Con. Um, and that movie's coming out in August. And I, I, tickets are already on sale. Um, I may go online and buy my tickets after this recording. Uh, I'm that excited for it. I cannot wait to see this movie uh, and see my boy Gohan finally become the strongest Z fighter again, as we have always known him to be. I just, I can't wait. And I know Skylar is going to be sick of me talking about it by the time it finally comes out. So I think that that about covers everything, um, at least the major points, out of San Diego Comic-Con this weekend. Um, Skylar and I went and watched two movies this weekend, um, Nope and Where the Crawdads Sing. Skylar watched Where the Crawdads Sing by herself, so I'll let her go ahead and give her review on that before we get into Nope. So, Skylar, what did you think about um, Where the Crawdads Sing? Yeah, so going into Where the Crawdads Sing, um, I didn't know what to expect, really. I had seen the trailer, had not read the source material, so I've never read the novel. Um, I think I might do that now, actually. Um, But, yeah, so Where the Crawdads Sing is a romance-slash-whodunit that focuses on the life of a young girl named Kaya and kind of jumps between her murder trial that she's standing on and her telling her life story story uh, to her lawyer. And so we jump back and forth between the courtroom and the events leading up to the night of the murder, um, which includes a love story. Um, overall, especially the more romantic side of myself, loved it. Um, didn't see an issue with it. <laughs> Uh, 10 out of 10 from Romantic Sky. So what about Logical Skylar? Okay, so that's... <laughs> so when I looked at the reviews for this movie, if you look on Rotten Tomatoes, critics gave this movie a 30-something. I believe it was a 36. Audience gave it 90 
two? 90 something. 90 something. And I think that really is the logic versus the romance. I think your typical moviegoer is open to suspending the disbelief enough to fall in love with the characters and fall in love with the story. And I think the story is worth falling in love with. The The movie itself is beautiful. The setting is gorgeous. The mise-en-scene is wonderful. The music, the cinema cinematography i cannot say that word to save my life (laughs) um everything is beautiful taylor swift wrote the song the theme song for the movie Um, and i know you're a huge taylor swift fan couldn't be a bigger taylor swift fan and you could have popped that song straight out of folklore or evermore um gorgeous wonderful my only problem really is that the the main character herself could be kind of flat and one-dimensional um the romance had some cliches that like are kind of eye roll worthy and the courtroom scenes were pretty cliche too. So what would you give the movie overall out of a 10? Okay, so Romantic Sky, 10 out of 10. Logical Sky, 5 out of 10. So I'll meet in the middle and I'll say Where the Crawdads Sing from me gets a 7.5 out of 10. There you get it. Alrighty, so we also watched Nope. This weekend, which is the new film from Jordan Peele, um, came out on Friday. Um, and I don't know about Skylar. We haven't really discussed uh, in depth um, what we thought about this movie. But I know for me it was kind of mid. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of people say that they thought that it was better than Us, um, <laughs> Jordan Peele's last movie, uh, which Skylar did not like. Um, but to me... Us was easily the better film. Um, oh, no, to me too, and I didn't even like Us that much. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so there, there you have it. Uh, she didn't even like Us. She was very uh, upset that night and just couldn't get into it. Um, but for me, Nope was, I mean, it was okay. It was an average movie. Um, I thought it moved kind of slow. It had some serious pacing issues. Um, and you really never see any kind of extraterrestrial being. I mean, you see the alien, but it's nothing super interesting or spectacular. It looks like a blanket most of the time. Yeah, I read on... I I was reading reviews online and stuff and saw that they were calling this the monster movie of the summer. And I'm like, okay, but where are the monsters? Well, there's also no competition. Right. Yeah, for me... Um, you know, it was fine. Would I watch it again? Probably not. Did I want to kill myself in the theater? No. <laughs> so, you know, it was fine. I, I feel like we just have such a high expectation now when it comes to Jordan Peele movies because Get Out was just phenomenal. And Us, even though at first I didn't like it, it's kind of grown on me a little. And I think it was neat. And at least it had a spin, you know? Yeah, and, you know, and I think that's the thing. And maybe you and I have just not got this the point of this one. But it could be. You know, Get Out and Us both had some underlying social tones. Yeah. Um, and Nope didn't really have that. And that's okay. Um, you know, not every Jordan Peele movie has to be Get Out. I know that that was his debut, and I know that that's going to be the standard that people hold him to. But it's okay for him to not make movies 
of that quality every single time he puts out a movie. You know, not every Spielberg movie is, you know, Jurassic Park or E.T. Right. Some of them are AI. <laughs> <laughs> so it's okay for them not to be up to par with, you know, his earliest work. Um, and I think, you know, that that's kind of one of the issues I had with it is that it wasn't up to that standard. But I can also appreciate it for what it was. Um, didn't love it. Didn't hate it. I may watch it again. We'll see how bored I get. Um, I will say Kiki Palmer did great. Oh, she was great. Kiki yeah. Palmer was fantastic. Um, Daniel Kaluuya, um, who I typically love, I felt like his character was very boring. Um, didn't really do much. Um, but I think he was kind of written that way. Um, but Kiki Palmer was fantastic. Mm-hmm. She Absolutely stole the show for sure. Her. Um, she was wonderful. Yeah. Um, Out of 10, what do you think? I will give Nope. A seven. I was gonna say five. So. Well, when we left the theater, you said six. Has that gone down? Yeah, I think so. Oh, so over time, you have liked it less. Well, after so, like you said, we didn't see any social commentary or anything, and I kind of looked online to see what I might have missed, and it seems like I didn't really miss anything. It's just a monster movie. So it's just just an alien flick. Which is. Fine, like you said, but I'm not big on aliens anyway, to be honest. And see, with you. I love monster movies. They're one of my favorites. I, I really get into, you know, movies where people are just getting eaten by monsters. I think they're neat. I think they're fun. Um, this one was fun at the end. You know, I thought the last act was great when we actually got to see the alien and then trying to defeat the alien. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, them trying to defeat the alien was the most exciting part of the movie. Yeah, but leading up to that was just kind of boring and bland. Yeah. So, so I give that I give that one a seven. So, so You're I not, guess if you average it out, you get a six out of ten. Yeah. Not a waste of time, but not a must see. I wouldn't see it in theaters. You can watch it at home and be fine. Yeah. So. All right. Well, we've reviewed. We've gone over San Diego Comic Con. And now it is time for our 20 questions game where we guess that character. Um, This week it's my turn to do the guessing. So Nathan uh, must have a character in mind and I will be asking him 20 questions to see if I can get to the character. Let me preface this by saying I am not as good at this game as Nathan is. <laughs> we have practiced and she, she done great. We had a lot of fun with our practice rounds. I'm getting better. Um, but yeah, so bear with me, please. <laughs> Okay. Is this character from a film? No. Is this character from a video game? Yes. Is this character female? No. Okay. So I assume that means they're male. (laughs) Um, They could be non-binary. They could be. I don't know any non-binary video game characters. I'm going to assume that this character is a male. I don't really know for sure. Okay. Is this character from a Nintendo game? Yes. Okay. Nintendo game. Male. Nintendo male. Is this character... Um... From a Mario game? Including... Mario Party. No. 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 Okay. Is this character a good guy? No. No. Bad guy? Yes. 
That wasn't a question. That Correct. doesn't count. That's a freebie. Okay. Bad guy from a Nintendo game, but it's not a Mario game. Is this a Zelda game? This is a Zelda game. Okay. Well, that makes it easy. <laughs> um, is this character from Gerudo Valley? No. Oh. Okay. That threw me for a loop. <laughs> is this character human? I, I, I don't know. Jury's still out on that one. I don't have the answer. Okay. Uh, offhand. Is this character... Um, that's a freebie, by the way. I'm not going to count that against you. Okay. Is this character... From Twilight Princess? No. Okay. Evil male Zelda character. Not, not Ganondorf. And not... From Twilight Princess. Correct. Is this character... Ooh. <laughs> does this character steal a mask? This character does steal a mask, and that's Tin. <laughs> Is it Majora? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you got it in 11. High five. <laughs> I nailed it. I'm shocked that that went so well. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I, I guess I could have chosen a more difficult one, but I wanted to make it a little bit easier on you. I appreciate that. No, I'm tickled. <laughs> Um, so that does it for this week's episode of Look for the Light. Uh, we record episodes each week and upload on Sundays, so look for those. And we've also been discussing the idea of putting out specials throughout the week, so be sure that you're following us on social media. Yeah, you can find us on uh, Facebook, um, and you can also find us on YouTube. Um, and Twitter. And Twitter. Uh, and you can also email us at looktothelightpod at gmail.com. Um, where you can send us suggestions for our guest that character. Um, you can send us things you want us to review, um, stuff like that. Yeah. Hate mail, fan mail, all the mail. Um, you can also come hang out with me on Twitch. My Twitch name is Sky for Forever. I stream a few times a week and it's always a good time. You can join my Discord um, to know when I'm going live. All right. Thanks for listening and don't forget to look for the light. Bye.